Okay, so this is part two. This is the second of three powerful principles I took away from attending Tony Robbins Business Mastery 2 conference. Here we go. I'm Alex Martinson, and you're listening to the Life Performance Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help me serve my fellow millennials like you by delivering simple yet powerful insights, stories, and perspectives to help you take your life performance to the next level. Thanks for listening. Okay, this is a fun one. So I'll start with his quote here. He says, all we have to do to win in business is to add more value to your ideal customer than anyone else in your industry. Let me repeat that. All we have to do in order to win is to add more value to your ideal customer than anyone else in your industry. It's so simple and so true. So one of the reasons people fail to do this is because a lot of times businesses don't actually have clarity on who their ideal customer is. And so think about how difficult it is to add more value to your ideal customer if you are adding value to a bunch of people that are not your ideal customer, right? Your message isn't specific enough. It's not clear enough. Hard to really win in a category if you are too, you know, general and wide in your, in your reach because, you know, you're going to be making offers. So he talks a lot about examine your offer, And how can you take your current offer and make it irresistible to your ideal customer? Well, that right there is something you can't do if you don't know exactly who is your ideal customer. And so one of the cool things about Tony Robbins and the way he teaches is he will ask for volunteers. He'll have someone raise their hand, stand up, and he does kind of an intervention, you know, question with them where he's saying, okay, so who's your customer? Who's your ideal customer? And people will say like, oh, it's, um, you know, men and women that want to have a nicer backyard and whatever the example is, but he'll drill down into that and say, that is a very broad customer, like men and women. The way you get more narrow is like, okay. We're not saying, look, you're not going to serve anyone else. We're trying to get really specific on who's the ideal, who's the target, who's your dream customer. The answer might be something like, okay, it's women between the ages of 40 and 52 that make over $100,000 a year and live in the suburb of the large cities in the Midwest that have space for some additional add-ons in their backyard, but don't know where to start. Okay. I just pulled that from the top of my head. There's probably cooler examples. Um, okay. That is the first thing. So add more value to your ideal customer than anyone else in your industry and you will win. So tied to that, he said a couple things here. He says, look, um, normal amounts of action is a failing formula. If you take action in normal amounts, which you can define that, I think it's what you think of as normal, maybe what you think of as acceptable or as relatively good in your industry, 
you know, you look at, oh, well, hey, I know these other businesses, they do about this much in business here, or they do this many shows or make about this many calls. And so, you know, that's a good, it's a good amount of action. That might work right now. If you happen to be in an industry that's still fairly, you know, maybe you're in kind of a blue ocean niche, but the competition's coming for your lunch. It's a helpful thing to keep in mind. Like just because there's not a lot of competition at your heels right now does not mean that's the case uh, six months, a year, two years from now. And so you want to operate at levels that are not normal, that do not look like what you see taking place in the competition. So I just love that idea. Um, Next to that, he says, and this is all similar here, but it's just going to drive the point home deeper. Staying safe and comfortable is a failing formula. And this is similar to what I talked about in the last episode. But if you are staying safe and staying comfortable, failing strategy, be concerned that you're feeling safe and comfortable um, as a business. Um, And, you know, in some ways, this is contradictory to what I teach when I teach about um, managing your own mind, managing your own mindset. I believe that it's it's when we learn to remove our ego and maintain a sense of I am okay, I am safe, that we actually operate at the highest level. The reason this is is not contradictory is because I'm talking about this in terms of you're a, you're a business. Okay, your business feels safe and secure uh, because it has, you know, this nice, tidy balance sheet and this and this that feel like, you know, you've got it all under control. That's what I'm talking about. Um, you shouldn't seek to make decisions to maintain safety and comfort is the point. You should make decisions to make sure you stay out of comfort and safety because that is ironically safer. Okay. Um, those were two big things. Okay. And then this one, um, under the same section heading is cool. He says, low energy produces failure. Low energy produces failure in a sales call, in a meeting, kind of in general, like just the way that you show up for your company, for your employees. Um, I love that idea. And I think about it in terms of like family too, like low energy is a fail. It produces failure. And I'll tell you right now, I'll give you proof of this when it comes to coming home to four kids. If I come home with low energy, I'm done. Like they will win. They, they don't want that. They can't handle it. Right? Like I come home with high energy and it produces a great experience that night. It is much, much more likely to. And low energy produces failure. So any any interaction, look at this in context of your marriage, look at this in context of your dating life, the way you interact with your business partner. What would it be like if you brought increased energy to every conversation, every interaction? Um, that energy is contagious and that energy will produce results. It'll produce inspiration, motivation in other people. You know, it's an actual wavelength of of light, you know, that we carry with us and it will infuse the people around us. So, all right. Those are the, uh, the thoughts for you on this part two of three. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, if this was helpful for you, invite you to share it on Instagram, tag me, let's get some more people into the community here. Um, I just want to share goodness and serve and, uh, want to do that to a broader group if we can. Thanks for listening. Talk to you in the next one.